Good morning, it's July 16th. First Chronicles 22, 1-23-32 Then David said, The house of the Lord God is to be here, and also the altar of burnt offering for Israel. So David gave orders to assemble the aliens living in Israel, and from among them he appointed stone cutters to prepare dressed stone for building the house of God. He provided a large amount of iron to make nails for the doors of the gateways and for the fittings, and more bronze than could be weighed. He also provided more cedar logs than could be counted, for the Sidonians and Tyrians had brought large numbers to them to David. David said, My son Solomon is young and inexperienced, and the house to be built for the Lord should be of great magnificence and fame and splendor in the sight of all the nations. Therefore I will make preparations for it. So David made extensive preparations before his death. Then he called for his son Solomon and charged him to build a house for the Lord, the God of Israel. David said to Solomon, My son, I had it in my heart to build a house for the name of the Lord my God. But this word of the Lord came to me, You have shed much blood and have fought many wars. You are not to build a house for my name, because you have shed much blood on the earth in my sight. But you will have a son who will be a man of peace and rest, and I will give him rest from all his enemies on every side. His name will be Solomon, and I will grant Israel peace and quiet during his reign. He is the one who will build a house for my name. He will be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, the Lord be with you, and may you have success and build the house of the Lord your God, as he said you would. May the Lord give you discretion and understanding when he puts you in command over Israel, so that you may keep the law of the Lord your God. Then you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and laws that the Lord gave Moses for Israel. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. I have taken great pains to provide for the temple of the Lord a hundred thousand talents of gold, a million talents of silver, quantities of bronze and iron too great to be weighed, and wood and stone, and you may add to them... You have many workmen, stonecutters, masons, and carpenters, as well as men skilled in every kind of work, in gold and silver, bronze and iron, craftsmen beyond number. Now begin the work, and the Lord be with you. Then David ordered all the leaders of Israel to help his son Solomon. He said to them, Is not the Lord your God with you? And has he not granted you rest on every side? For he has handed the inhabitants of the land over to me. And the land is subject to the Lord and to his people. Now devote your heart and soul to seeking the Lord your God. Begin to build the sanctuary of the Lord God, so that you may bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and the sacred articles belonging to God into the temple that will be built for the name of the Lord. When David was old and full of years, he made his son Solomon king over Israel. He also gathered together all the leaders of Israel, as well as the priests and Levites. The Levites, thirty years old or more, were counted, and the total number of men was thirty-eight thousand. David said, Of these, twenty-four thousand are to supervise the work of the temple of the Lord, and six thousand are to be officials and judges. Four thousand are to be gatekeepers, and four thousand are to praise the Lord with the musical instruments I provided for that purpose. David divided the Levites into groups corresponding to the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Belonging to the Gershonites, Laden and Shimei, 
the sons of Laden, Jehiel the first, Jetham and Joel, three in all, the sons of Shimei, Shilomoth, Haziel, and Haran, three in all. These were the heads of the families of Laden. And the sons of Shimei, Jehath, Ziza, Jehush, and Bariah, these were the sons of Shimei, four in all. Jehath was the first, and Ziza the second, but Jehush and Bariah did not have many sons, so they were counted as one family with one assignment. The sons of Kohath, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel, four in all. The sons of Amram, or Aaron and Moses, Aaron was set apart, he and his descendants forever, to consecrate the most holy things, to offer sacrifices before the Lord, to minister before him, and to pronounce blessings in his name forever. The sons of Moses, the man of God, were counted as part of the tribe of Levi. The sons of Moses, Gershom and Eleazar, the descendants of Gershom, Shubiel was the first. The descendants of Eleazar, Rehabiah was the first. Eleazar had no, no other sons, but the sons of Rehabiah were very numerous. The sons of Izhar, Shilomith was the first. The sons of Hebron, Jeriah the first, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, and Jechamiam the fourth. The sons of Uziel, Micah the first, and Ishiah the second. The sons of Moriah, Malai and Mushi. The sons of Malai, Eleazar and Kish. Eleazar died without having sons. He had only daughters. Their cousins, the sons of Kish, married them. The sons of Mushai, Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth, three in all. These were the descendants of Levi by their families, the heads of families, as they were registered under their names and counted individually, that is, the workers twenty years old or more, who served in the temple of the Lord. For David had said, Since the Lord the God of Israel has granted rest to his people and has come to dwell in Jerusalem forever, the Levites no longer need to carry the tabernacle or any of the articles used in its service. According to the last instructions of David, the Levites were counted from those twenty years old or more. The duty of the Levites was to help Aaron's descendants in the service of the temple of the Lord, to be in charge of the courtyards, the side rooms, the purification of all sacred things, and the performance of other duties at the house of God. They were in charge of the bread set out on the table, the flour for the grain offerings, the unleavened white wafers, the baking and the mixing, and all measurements of quantity and size. They were also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. They were to do the same in the evening and whenever burnt offerings were presented to the Lord on Sabbaths and at new moon festivals and at appointed feasts. They were to serve before the Lord regularly in the proper number and in the way prescribed for them. And so the Levites carried out their responsibilities for the tent of meeting, for the holy place, and under their brothers and the descendants of Aaron, for the service of the temple of the Lord. Romans 3, 9-31 What shall we conclude, then? Are we any better? Not at all. We have already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under sin. As it is written, There is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands, no one who seeks God. All have turned away, they have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves, their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways, and the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, 
it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscience of, conscious of sin. But now a righteousness from God, apart from law, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ, by Christ Jesus. God presented Him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in His blood. He did this to demonstrate His justice, because in His forbearance He had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate His justice at the present time, so as to be just in the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded. On what principle? On that of observing the law? No, but on that of faith. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. Is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Psalm 12, 1-8 Help, Lord, for the godly are no more. The faithful have vanished from among them, among men. Everyone lies to his neighbor. Their flattering lips speak with deception. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and every boastful tongue that says we will triumph with our tongues. We own our lips, who is our master. Because of the oppression of the weak and the groaning of the needy, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will protect them from those who malign them. And the words of the Lord are flawless, like silver refined in a furnace of clay, purified seven times. O Lord, you will keep us safe and protect us from such people forever. The wicked freely strut about when what is vile is honored among men. Proverbs for today, nineteen thirteen to 14 A foolish son is his father's ruin, and a quarrelsome wife is like a constant dripping. Houses and wealth are inherited from parents, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Walk with the king today and be a blessing.